0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, we are told that we now have the first person in the United States to die because of monkeypox. And eh, not really true. Uh, Texas is the state that confirmed the first U.S. monkeypox death, uh, an unnamed Harris County resident, that's Houston, greater Houston area, and is the 16th person globally to die While, But uh, really, he, he didn't die of monkeypox, he has an active case of monkeypox, but he was suffering from various severe diseases and was severely immunocompromised. So, he didn't really die of monkeypox. He died while having monkeypox. And we've talked about people who have monkeypox and multiple other diseases at the same time. So, as I said, globally, they claim that uh, we have 16. That's counting him. So we'll see. Uh, they say two in Spain and one in Brazil. I would be almost willing to bet that the same is true with those deaths. That well, they died while having an active case of monkeypox. But they had a number of other things wrong with them as well. Now the virus... Uh, you know, is native to West Africa, spread now to more than 40 countries, with nearly 50,000 cases confirmed to date. Uh, as I said, the United States has 18,101 cases uh, right now. Uh, California is still the number one state, 3,291. Um, New York, I believe, is coming in at number two with 3,197 cases of monkeypox and then you've got florida with 1800 uh, nobody's over 2000 california and new york are the only ones over 3000 uh, florida's almost there over 2000 with 1870 georgia's got uh, you know almost 1400 and anybody else got over a Oh yeah texas has 1604 we're getting there we're hanging in there pretty close <laughs> And there's a few 400s and 500s in there. But uh, then you have like Wyoming, two. And you have South Dakota with two. Now, North Dakota has gone uh, a little bit out of control. They have four. And Montana has three. So, between Montana, North Dakota... South Dakota and Wyoming. You're looking at what uh, two, four, eight, eleven cases of monkeypox, but it's still there, still there. So anyway, when you hear the news from all around, everywhere that says we have a death, monkeypox causes death, eh, not so fast. Welcome, welcome to chewing the fat. <laughs> Piles of trash have spilled onto the streets of Scotland. Uh, that's going on in the last couple of weeks, so it's got to be smelling beautiful in Scotland right now. The garbage collectors have refused to work uh, over pay dispute, so the Scottish Health Authority has warned the public, eh, you might have some health and safety issues. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're negotiating with them, but uh there's no telling how long this is going to go. And they, I guess they're only asking for a 5% raise. All right. So, you know, the strikes are set to end today, maybe I guess. So maybe we'll get the trash picked up, but that's not going to get picked up in a day. And of course we have uh, they coincided with the uh Edinburgh's Festival Fringe which is the annual three week long arts and music festival, which draws, you know, millions of people to the Scottish capital. Uh, and so the garbage worker strike is one of many strikes going on in the industrial sector throughout uh, the United Kingdom. Is Scotland their own country? Is that? Uh, Cause I feel like they're still part of the UK. Yeah. I think they're, they're their own country inside the UK, right? A country that's part of the United Kingdom. So, oh yeah, they're called a Constituent Country of the United Kingdom. Huh, okay, all right, whatever, whatever makes you happy. You got it. So that's not the only problem that's going on in the United Kingdom. I mean, we have thousands uh, protesting and striking at the UK ports, the rail systems, the postal mail workers have all gone on strike demanding higher wages. We know that the UK energy bills... I have risen 80% and they're, they're expected to go higher. And they're talking about the 40 year high inflation. Uh, I mean, this stuff is coming to a country near you very soon, whatever country you're in, if you're not feeling it, uh, it's coming to a country near you very, very soon. Uh, just amazing what's happening. And I see just, uh, as a side note, uh, Scotland, Uh, does not have any monkeypox cases. But the United, I mean, the United Kingdom has 3,207. So I guess as a constituent country of the United Kingdom, uh, those monkeypox cases are still added into the old UK numbers. Now, people are pissed about all these numbers, uh, all these uh, prices going up in uh, the United Kingdom. And so they've started this uh, program called Don't Pay Dot UK, and as we are, I went to the website. I was looking to see how many millions of people have joined. Uh, don't pay. Dot UK, and just like one hundred twenty nine thousand six hundred fifty people. They have pledged to strike on October first. I feel like that number is way too low. I feel like maybe people don't want to get on the list of the uh, Don't Pay list in the UK. But there's going to come a time when it's going to, you're going to want to be on that list. Because if you're not, uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to tell you. So there are a movement against the rise in energy bills. They demand a reduction in energy bills to an affordable level. They will cancel, this is what it says on their website, we will cancel our direct debits from October 1st if we are ignored. We will take this action if pledges reach $1 million by then. They're not close to reaching a million. So I don't know if it means anything. But good luck. Because I, I mean, I understand the frustration. I talked about the rise in, in our power bills here in the United States. I mean, I couldn't believe the increase in my power bill. And it wasn't 80%. But it was, uh, you know what? It was pretty close, actually, now that I think about it. It was a lot. It was a little, and it, that's unsustainable. I, I'm with you, uh, United Kingdom. I'm with you. It's unsustainable. You can't. People will not be able to survive. I mean, companies are closing. Uh, but you've got uh, businesses saying, "Hey, we can't even stay open. Uh, it doesn't matter whether we're paying our workers more money or not. I can't pay the energy costs. So have a nice day. We're going to close up shop. I can't afford to run my business. So coming to a country near you soon." No matter what country you live in, this is coming to a country near you soon. And it's <sighs> not pretty. Not pretty. I'll tell you what is pretty, though. Moink box. Moink box is gorgeous when it gets delivered to your home. I'll t- I mean, um, Don't think that you are doing any small thing by ordering from Moink box. Uh, you're, you're getting food from small family farms to your dining table. Moink gives you access to the freshest, sustainably sourced meat and fish all while supporting American family farms. You can help save the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. Moinkbox.com uh, slash Jeffy is what you want to do. Okay, Uh, Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb Pastured pork and chicken Sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon And it all comes straight to your door Like I said, it's a beautiful thing When Moink Box gets delivered Just gather everybody around and open up the box And you can enjoy Oh, good, my ribeyes are here Yes, so is my pork chops Oh, those are my salmon fillets. And, of course, uh, the bacon. I mean, I am in love with their bacon. Moink farmers farm like, uh, like our grandparents did. And as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should. Because the family farm does it better. The Moink difference is a difference you can taste. And you can feel good knowing you're helping family far- farms stay financially independent, too. You choose the meat delivered in every box. So you get to have fun opening up the box and saying, Yay, those are my ribeyes, and those are my chicken breasts, and those are my pork chops, and Dad, I'm having the salmon fillets, and we'll share the bacon, right? And you can cancel at any time. I know I'm not the only one who loves their bacon. Uh, Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's Bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. Uh, he is 100 Percent correct and ring doorbell founder jamie simonov jumped at the chance to invest in moink and i don't blame him i would have loved to have the opportunity to invest and you know have the money as well uh <laughs> i love receiving the moink box at the house i'm telling you i wish it just would come walk inside and start opening itself up but i actually have to do that myself keep america's farms going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash jeffy right now and for listeners of this show right now you do it you get a free filet mignon in every order for a year that's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste but for a limited time so when the box comes you can open it up and say ah uh, those chicken breasts might be yours, but the filet mignon and the bacon, that's mine. One year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but it's for a limited time, Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy, M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Jeffy. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. Alright, now that I'm sufficiently hungry enough, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink and maybe something from my moink box. <laughs> so we're getting ready for the big labor day weekend today is the 30th of august 2022 and this coming weekend uh starting on friday the 2nd of september already wow uh it's labor day weekend yay so saturday the 3rd of september theaters want to get you back into the box office. So they're going to sell tickets for $3 or less in a celebration of the first ever National Cinema Day. More than 3,000 movie theaters are going to participate in the one day event, which will apply to tickets for all formats. IMAX, nice. Circuits offering the special pricing include AMC Entertainment, Cinemark Theaters, and Regal, which, I mean, they're in big trouble. So, uh, I guess the promotion is the brainchild of the Cinema Foundation, a new nonprofit organization that's affiliated with the National Association of Theater Owners. <laughs> wow! Why didn't I think of that? Why am I not the part of the new nonprofit Cinema Foundation? Wow. Okay. So they had a record-breaking return, and now people are like, hey, "Now we're done. Uh, give us something more." So good luck. I am mean, gonna go see the movie. You, there's not, I don't, I can't think of a movie. Well, maybe we can think of a couple, but I mean, there's very few, if any, uh, movies that aren't worth three bucks. I mean, that's a, that's a good deal, right? I mean, I, we, I know we still have Netflix. You realize Netflix turns 25, 25, Netflix is 25 years old. It was born the same year as the first wide release of movies on DVD, and I mean, hello, where are we at now? In 1998, Netflix, and I love some of these uh, little fun facts from Netflix. In 1998, Netflix accidentally sent porn. Nice renters thought they were getting Bill Clinton's testimony about his relationship with Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> I think I remember that. I'm not sure though. That was some. was that was a long time ago. A different, different lifetime. Actually, I mean, 1998. That was at least two lifetimes ago uh, in my life. Is there, Can you have different lifetimes? Yes, I believe you can. Uh, we can. Get, that's another whole show. But I believe that every lifetime has separate lifetimes inside of it, and uh, there's you know time frames for lifetimes inside your life. Can we break that down someday? We absolutely can. I'm happy to, but I believe that. So uh, anyway, the Netflix fun facts. A Netflix study claims that any two users have likely streamed at least six of the same shows or movies. So any two users have likely streamed at least six of the same shows or or movies, yeah, I believe that you like something, you watch it again. Absolutely, I've watched, uh, I've watched series more than once. Sure, uh, absolutely. Netflix once made a prototype of a sock. I oh, man, do I want this sock? Not that kind of sock. Stop it. Get your mind out of the gutter. Netflix once made a proto. Netflix, I can't stop thinking about that now. Why did you even bring it up? Netflix once made a prototype of a sock that would sense if you dozed off and pause your show see no i don't the only reason i don't like that is sometimes the show is what's helping you sleep that noise right so it's if you pause it then you're back and you're waking me back up again maybe that's why we don't have the sock anymore because right i mean if you're laying on the couch and uh you know you're, you're in the tilt back And you got a show on and you're starting to fade away. And somebody comes up and throws a blanket on you. Now you're awake. I didn't want the blanket on me. I just wanted the show to be running so I could close my eyes for a little bit. (laughs) Uh, So apparently uh, customers in the beginning tried to circumvent the mail and drop off DVDs uh, at the doors of the Netflix warehouses. So now they keep the locations of their warehouses Top secret. Woof, top secret Netflix warehouse. So if you know where the top secret Netflix warehouses are, you are on top of the world, my friend. So how are you holding up for those of you that lost Twitter yesterday? My Twitter did not go down at Jeffy JFR. It didn't go down, but I saw the headline come screaming across yesterday afternoon twitter is down millions unable to access the social media network after website crashes oh no oh no so my I, I mean i immediately go to twitter to see if it's down and mine was not so uh you know how you doing you okay did you fare did you fare the storm all right <laughs> you can always follow me on instagram and facebook jeff fisher radio uh as i said twitter is that jeffy jfr uh, I've got a YouTube channel, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can email the show anytime you want, Chewing the Fat at theblaze.com and you can uh, cameo me if you've got uh, you know if you've got somebody you want me to holler at, or you know I got a lot of birthday wishes and stuff coming through, but at Jeffy JFR on Cameo as well. You know, another petition that people are signing that I feel like should have more people signing, but uh, I guess you don't want to be on that list either. Uh, signed by 600-plus employees of Apple. So Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, sent uh, an email or, I'm sorry, an internal memo to all Apple employees declaring that workers would have to report to the office at least three days a week beginning in early September. And uh, the hybrid plan is supposed to enhance employees' ability to work flexibly. Oh, the Apple employees are all wound up and they're saying, what? You're making us come back to the office? Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, that's what we pay you to do. So the uh, petition posted by a group of Apple workers known as Apple Together. <laughs> that's the same group behind last year's hashtag Apple II movement, Apple T-O-O movement the petition criticizes cook's plan for not considering unique job demands or employee diversity signatures a demand that employees instead be able to work with their immediate managers to develop flexible arrangements more okay all right so they're they they're willing to come in a day a week but this whole three times a week yeah <laughs> can't do that. Sorry. I can't I can't give you 3 days a week. <laughs> now 10,000 Apple employees have reportedly joined a Slack group called Remote Work Advocacy. So that group's a little bit different than the other 600 plus petition, but uh for the uh Apple Together group but it still makes it look like more people are concerned i i, I guess i guess you could use that to say that oh, we've got 10,000 people on our slack group remote work advocacy but if you're making your work three days a week you still have remote work to do so there should be some sort of oversight and advocacy but you know whatever i i guess i mean other major tech companies have grown uh hard lines in the sand uh spotify Rolled out a self-explanatory work-from-anywhere policy. Nice. And a prominent... uh, The one guy who went to work for uh, Alphabet, Google, uh, left Apple because he was pissed. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. uh, This whole work coming into the office thing. I can't do that. I'm a, I'm a machine learning scientist and I'm going to go work for Google now. Uh, they're probably going to pay me as much or more money than Apple, and but I can't be expected to come into the office. That, that can't happen. So, <laughs> uh, take care. We are in very, very interesting times. You know what? You can't quote me on that. We are in very... All right, I'll do Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus essential plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus essential plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we had the story of the Ethiopian pilots who fell asleep and missed their landing. Until, you know, they were sound asleep until the, uh, autopilot shut off and set off alarms because they weren't, people were trying to reach him. Hey, uh, how are you guys there? Uh, we'd like to bring you in and they just flew over their airport. Well, they finally woke up and they said, Oh, oh, oh yeah, we're, we're fine. We're fine. They turned it around and landed safely. Everything was fine. Well, now we have a story from air France, Uh, They were flying an Airbus A320 from Geneva to Paris in June. The captain and the first officer started exchanging blows in the cockpit. (laughs) I don't know when it was over. They didn't say if it was over. One of them was taking care of a little uh, flight attendant business. uh, Or one was messing with the wife when they were off. I don't know. I don't know what the fight was about but they started duking it out in the cabin. Members of the cabin crew heard the noise and uh, intervened and broke it up and then one of the one of the members, one of the crew members, you know, stayed in the cockpit until they landed the flight safely. Oh, well that was nice of them. Now the incident according to Air France uh, did not affect the flight. Uh, I don't know, I'd be a little shook up if I if I'm sitting up front and I start hearing the pilot's fight. <laughs> You guys got to want to go take care of that before they, you know, hit something that they're not supposed to hit. So I guess Air France, uh, had their own little investigation and they said, yeah, you know what, uh, our airline, uh, well, we had a culture, uh, that lacked rigor when it came to safety procedures. Wait, that's what you got out of that. You lacked rigor when it came to safety procedures. Oh, you've, you've got two people in the cockpit fighting. Yeah, we have a cult. We had a culture that lacked a little rigor. So those guys got into it. What are you going to do? Ah, ah, the flight landed fine. Well, they've been suspended. (laughs) I mean, so what? They get suspended. They can't fly for a couple of weeks and they'll be back. There's a pilot shortage. I don't know if you know that. So it'll be okay. We'll try to keep you guys, uh, on separate flights, but if we can't knock it off, Okay. Then I see a story, which was actually a fascinating story to me, uh, about this lady who is defending her refusal to switch airline seats to help families or couples sit together. I hate that. I mean, I get the idea that you book tickets and you can't get them together, right? You're trying to book tickets and maybe you you just realize you have to go somewhere. uh, So you're not able to book the tickets, you know, that far in advance. So everyone sits together, so, you know, you you take what you can get, and then you hope that maybe someone will move for you. But if they don't, you got to live with it, right? So apparently this lady who flies Virgin Atlantic, she says that when she does fly, she only sits in 8A. That's where she sits. That's her seat. That's what she books. She flies other airlines too, but unless, uh, you know, you you that's her seat, 8A. She likes sitting there she likes facing forward she likes being there that's where she sits and people have asked her to move and she's like eh, no uh no this is my seat i'm not moving so she talks about stories when she was asked to switch seats with a couple and uh the girlfriend got all mad and started hollering and the boyfriend was like, oh, well, that's the way it goes. It's, yeah, that's what we decided. You can be a bitch about it, but she's not moving. And then she talked about uh, how uh, one time she uh, was in a forward-facing seat in business class and they wanted her to swap to a uh, rear seat and so that these couple could sit next to their children. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, I want to be at the front and I want to be facing the same direction as the pilot. If we're going to be put in an unfortunate position of having to run, <laughs> I know who I want to follow at the front of the pack. That's funny. It's a good comeback. He was furious. The guy started hollering at her and with, you know just hollering at her and tried to... Then he moved on to try to persuade others to move. And by that time, if I'm on that flight and I see... This guy going crazy on this other lady that won't move. If he asks me or someone in my group, I'm saying no, sorry. This you just sit where you're assigned. That's the way to go. So she's saying, you know, hey, if you're traveling with a family or group, book your seats together beforehand. Sometimes that's not possible. I understand that. And you just have to kind of ask nicely and hope someone will accommodate you. But don't be don't be a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a douche. Don't be a douche. Okay. It's not, if, if the person wants to sit where they're supposed to sit, that's their ticket. That's the deal. They get to sit there. That's what's up. I know my wife told the story about flying to Washington DC and she likes to sit by the window. Close to the wing. It's where she likes. I don't forget what actual number that is, but that's where she likes to sit. Okay. And so uh she had a lady come in and uh say, uh, can I can I switch? I need to sit by the window. And my wife is like, no. Uh I'm not gonna move to the middle. Uh this is my seat. I booked it. This is where I wanna sit. So the lady was a bitch to her for most of the flight until my wife set her straight, which she's, you know, prone to do, and that seems to work for her. So just remember, all right. If you book your flight, uh, if you can't get your seats, just be nice about it. Okay, I get it. I I understand completely the times when you can't get seats together, but don't expect. Don't please don't expect someone to move for you. Hey, good news! If you are okay with uh, pigskins, cornea implants made from pig skin has restored eyesight in a small clinical trial. 14 patients who were blind could see again after the surgery, and three of them attained perfect vision. Wow. Uh, millions of people around the world are blind or blind or have impaired eyesight because of damage to their corneas, and uh, that's the clear outer layer that protects and focuses light into your eyes. I'll tell you that. You know that. And... Uh, Though corneas with uh, mild damage can heal on their own, some people may need a human cornea transplant to regain their vision. These procedures are known as corneal grafts. can be extensive, invasive, and time-consuming surgeries that require patients to take medication for more than a year to ensure their bodies don't reject the tissues. Okay, so now we're getting the cornea implants made from pig skin. Yay. Man, those pigs are growing some skin to help humans out. And I see where researchers at the University of Cambridge have created embryos from mouse stem cells that form a brain, a beating heart, and the foundations of every other organ in the body. Wow. So uh, that's another thing that is just wow. The scientists say their results, which come after more than a decade of work, could help researchers understand why some embryos fail and, and others, while others go on to develop into healthy pregnancy. So the mouse embryo model not only develops a brain but also a beating heart, all other components that go on to make up the body. This period of human life is so mysterious. So to be able to see how it happens in a dish, to have access to these individual stem cells, to understand why so many pregnancies fail and how we might be able to prevent them from happening. So the future is bright. That's what it is. The future is so bright. You got to wear shades. That should be a song. okay who died today who died today well we lost him a man known as man of the whole he lived in complete isolation for the past 26 years in the tonara indigenous land deep in the brazilian amazon and Rondonian state i know this is according to the non-profit organization survival international he's the last remaining member of an uncontacted Brazilian indigenous tribe, dead. And uh, he's at least 26 because uh, they've, uh, (laughs) they've known he's lived in isolation for the past 26 years. So he was given the nickname for his habit of constructing deep holes to trap animals and to hide in. So man in the hole, dead, at least 26 years of age. He resisted all attempts to be contacted, and authorities uh, continued to monitor from afar. Yeah, that's what the that's what the Survival International people were doing. They were just monitoring this guy instead of just leaving him be. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, the rest of his tribe was wiped out by several attacks since the seventies, mainly from cattle ranchers and land grabbers. No outsider knew this man's name, and even very much about his tribe. And with his death, uh, the genocide of his people is complete. I know. I know. This was indeed a genocide. The deliberate wiping out of an entire people by cattle ranchers hungry for land and wealth. (sighs) He was found lying in a hammock in a hut. There were no signs of struggle, violence, or the presence of other people in the area. So he was a lot older than 26. (laughs) We've just been watching him for 26 years. So... You know, you don't know, you know, that's probably pretty good. That's probably pretty good for the Brazilian indigenous man that they call man of the Hole. So he's gone. We lost him. And, uh, we'll never know. We'll never know about the man of the Hole people. Reminds you, remember the movie? Uh, oh gosh. What was the stupid name of that movie? Uh, the Emerald Forest, where the kid gets taken by the invisible people. And then the fierce people, I think, end up getting him. And it's about the Brazilian forest. Powers Booth. My main man was his dad. I love Powers Booth. And uh, the kid gets lost. And then they finally get him back. And then at the end, he's like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not living in the real world anymore. I'm not living in your real world anymore. And he goes back with the invisible people. But uh, pretty incredible. You learn (laughs) the invisible people. Yeah, the Emerald Forest classic movie. Darn near a documentary of the Brazilian people. Maybe maybe this guy a uh, uh, man of the whole was part of the invisible people. I don't know. Okay, who else died? This man, uh, believed to be in his 30s, mauled to death by a lion. Oh, okay. So man, did the lion jump over the fence and attack this guy? Yeah, no, the intruder uh, was killed after he jumped over the security fences of the zoo. So again, no one supports zoos more than this show chewing the Fat, and myself, Jeff Fisher. but this enclosure at a zoo in Ghana, uh, the man climbed over the uh, the the area, the enclosure, and the lion was not having any of it. <laughs> uh, no, the lion, uh, a lioness and two cubs. We're still secure. Yeah, because uh, they are not letting the human in there. Okay, the zookeepers found the man's mauled body inside the lion's enclosure. Yeah, so uh, the lion was like, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, you don't belong here, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and put you down. So I don't know if uh, if he was thrown in there. Uh, so it could have been a murder. But they believe that he was, uh, breaking into the enclosure to steal the cub. Oh, okay. So they, the zookeepers, uh, coaxed the lion and the lionesses into a secure holding area and they got the body out of there. So they're investigating the case and we'll see what actually happened. But uh, I'm surprised they didn't have, even in Ghana, surprised they didn't have some kind of cameras up for this but uh, this uh Accra zoo was first established as a private menagerie in the early 60s by ghana's first president and then it was open to the public after he was overthrown and they threw him out and they said well we might as well keep the animals he's got and we'll just charge people to come to the zoo what do you say so there you have it we don't know his name but uh, mauled by a lion dead at the age of 30. who else who died today Supache Wongfeid. Supache Wongfeid. S-U-P-A-C-H-A-I- W-O-N-G-F-A-E-D. 32 years of age. Dead. Found in a pool of blood after police responded to a rubber plantation in the Phang Nha province of Thailand. And he, this man, was uh, stabbed by the tusks of an elephant Multiple times. Tearing his body in half. Woof. <laughs> that does not sound fun. Uh, there are plenty of ways to go. I don't know that I would choose being uh, being stabbed by elephant tusks multiple times. Uh, apparently, uh, they're blaming it on climate change. Uh, hot weather may have made the animal go crazy and attack the man. It couldn't have been that he was sick and tired of hauling wood at the plantation all morning. Uh, he was just warm and hot and he was sick of this guy making him haul wood all morning at this plantation. So I'm just gonna, you know what? Uh, I've had enough of you. I don't want to hear you anymore. I don't want to see you anymore. I'm going to just, uh, stab you with my tusks and I'm going to stomp on you and get rid of you. And that's the way it is. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> apparently, uh, he stood over the corpse for a while. He was standing over the corpse for you know a, a long time, and just standing there, just smoking a cigarette. <sighs> Go! Don't even don't even come at me! Don't do it! Don't square up on me! This guy was beating me all morning. I'm having to haul logs, and I just uh, I don't want to do it. Now, apparently, the practice of using Asian F elephants to carry logs has been banned in Thailand. But apparently uh, this guy, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Supache uh, Wangfit 32-year-old, decided that, you know what, it may be illegal, but they can move some logs and I'm going to use them. And that's when the elephant said, uh, yep, nope, uh, not me. I'm tired of you. (laughs) So, Supache Owangafit, 32 dead and another death in California no name Uh, she was uh, in her house on the couch for a year Uh, that tends to be a smelly situation oh and probably a sticky situation oh okay so apparently a woman locked herself inside her home for lockdown and you know this lady died in April of 2021 oof Man, that is not good. So it was locked down and her mother died on the sofa in April of 2021. And she just left her there. Neighbors called police after seeing a stack of boxes left and delivered on the front door and having no one answer when they rang the doorbell. So this lady was definitely a hoarder. There was a mess inside the house and police arrived and they forced their way in found the dead mother on the couch in the living room. And after a search through the home, they found the daughter in the bedroom. Um, They said they discovered the body, and then all of a sudden they heard a female voice calling out to them from the bedroom. They said the home was filled with clutter, trash, and boxes from floor to ceiling. After a slow and methodical process of clearing debris, officers were able to safely get her out of the room, and ultimately transported her to an area hospital for medical treatment. So, according to the police, the 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 woman told them, "Hey, my mom died of natural causes, but I didn't know what to do, and we were having we were in a lockdown, so I just left her on the couch for 16 months." Oof. <laughs> now, no, 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 I don't know how if the person was. Uh, in the bedroom and had stopped moving and just uh, was stuck there or was sick. They didn't say. Uh, obviously, I don't. I mean, I don't know why she wasn't picking and getting the boxes from the front door. But they're calling it an unattended death. But we are investigating it, of course. Uh, they believe that she had not left the home since the beginning of the pandemic, and she had been receiving living essentials through the mail. The home was also marked unsafe by the city Uh, so nobody can live there it's full of debris and man it must smell nice mom was in there for 16 months that is (laughs) I'm glad it's not me I had to go in there I'll tell you that I'm glad it's not me but I'll take a look at the pictures if they've got any (laughs)